Two, a night out with the neighbours. They had been sitting in the pub, Coventry Dakin and her friends. It was Monday evening. Coventry was not enjoying herself. Derek, her husband, had raised his voice to her before she left home. He was going out to the annual general meeting of the Tortoise Society, and he thought that Coventry should stay in with the children. But Derek, they're sixteen and seventeen, old enough to be left, whispered Coventry. And what if a gang of violent yobs decide to break in and beat John up and rape Mary? Derek hissed. Neither of them believed in arguing in front of the children, so they were in the back garden in the tortoise shed. Outside was the glooming night. Derek had picked up a lettuce during his last speech and was carefully peeling away leaves and feeding them to his beloved tortoises. Coventry could hear their shells clacking together as they rushed towards Derek's hand. But there aren't any violent gangs around here, Derek, she said. Those gangs drive around in cars, Coventry. They come out of the inner city and pick on affluent suburban houses. But this is a council estate, Derek. But we're buying our house, aren't we? How would a carload of yobs know that? Because of the Georgian doors and windows I've put in, of course. But if you want to leave John and Mary alone and defenceless, then go ahead. Go out drinking with your common friends. Coventry didn't defend her friends against this charge because they were undeniably common. Anyway, I don't like to think of you sitting in a pub. He was sulking now. Coventry could just make out his pushed-up bottom lip in the dark. Don't think about it, then. Concentrate on your slimy tortoises. She was almost shouting. Tortoises are not slimy, as you would know if you could ever bring yourself to touch one. There was a long silence between man and wife, which was broken only by the surprisingly loud crunching noises made by the feasting tortoises. For something to do... Coventry read the beasts' names, which Derek had written immaculately in fluorescent paint on each shell. Ruth, Naomi, Jacob and Job. Shouldn't they be hibernating? she asked her husband. This was a sore point. There had already been several frosts, but Derek kept putting off the evil day. The truth was that he always missed them during the long winter months. Allow me to decide on a suitable date for the hibernation, will you? said Derek. But he thought to himself, must get some straw on my way home from work tomorrow. Derek was worried. A series of disastrous summers had put his pets off their food, thus leaving them short of body fats and jeopardising their chances of surviving their winter sojourn in dreamland. He tried force-feeding them, but had stopped when they'd shown obvious signs of distress. He now weighed them 
daily, noting their respective weights in an exercise book. He blamed himself for not noticing their anorexic condition earlier, though how he was supposed to see through their thick shells he didn't know. He didn't have X-ray vision, did he? Now, if you don't mind, Derek had held the shed door open for Coventry. She had squeezed past him through the narrow opening, not wanting to touch or be touched by him, and walked across the dark, damp grass where the tortoises sported during the summer months, and went into the house. The pub Coventry and her friends were sitting in was called Astaire's. It was a theme pub, the theme being the cinematic persona of Fred Astaire.